Hello and welcome to the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Tauber. I'm an award-winning personal stylist who's actually been in the business now for 17 years. I specialize in elevating professional women, entrepreneurs, and women in business with their personal brand. These podcasts are about sharing my hints and tips. And along the way, I'm super excited to welcome guests who will be sharing their star stories, their expert advice. And I'm also going to be showcasing some brands that I know you are going to love. So if you're a lady who lacks time, struggles to put an outfit together, wears the same things time and time again, and doesn't want the hassle to find something new when shopping, you will absolutely enjoy this podcast. I really hope you loved the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Hello, I'm Lisa Talbot and welcome to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I am an award-winning personal stylist who has been in the business for 14 years now. Um, I'm on a mission to help women aged 35 to 55 have a wardrobe that they absolutely love, gives them confidence and creates a positive mindset. So these podcasts are all about sharing my hints and tips along the way. And I'm really excited to be joined by a number of guests who will also be sharing their fashion and style stories with me and also some brand experts as well who are going to be telling you a little bit about their brands and what they have to offer. I really hope you enjoy my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Hello, good morning, everybody, and welcome to episode 17 of my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Um, I'm really excited today to be um, joined by Edwina, who, fun enough, I met on Clubhouse, um, and we've been in a few rooms together, um, and it's really lovely to have you here this morning. So how are you today, Ed? Good morning. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yourself? Yeah, good, thank you. Um, would you like to tell everybody a little bit about what you do? Because obviously I know what you do, and then it will really help as we go through. People can understand a little bit about your wardrobe, and we're going to chat all about that, and before COVID and after COVID and, and all that type of thing. So tell everybody a little bit about um, what you do and where you are based. Yes, so I'm in Doncaster in South culture and the reason that I got so interested in listening to you on Clubhouse is because I'd lost a lot of weight so prior to lockdown I lived in jeans baggy hoodies quite baggy jeans but sometimes I used to wear men's jeans because they're a lot comfier I find then I'd lost a lot of weight and I was like don't really know what to wear and I was convinced that wearing baggy jeans and baggy jumpers made me look skinnier until I realised actually that we're having the opposite effect. I was like, why did I not realise this before? Then, of course, we went into lockdown and I found a love for joggers because I was at home every day, I wasn't going into the office. And we get to the end of lockdown and I'm thinking, I really cannot go into the office in joggers. None of my jeans fit. And I was like, I want to wear something different. So I bought a pair of leggings. I was like, Losing weight makes your bum disappear. So leggings are very, not, really not a good look. I was like, I really have no clue kind of what to wear at all now. So that's why I got interested and was listening to you on Clubhouse because I was like, what do people wear when they've lost weight and they don't want to live in joggers? Because as comfy as they are, they're not practical and decent for going out in other. Yeah, and do you know, it's really interesting because um, I, I see, you know, I work with lots of different ladies, but interestingly, 
when ladies lose weight, whether it be through, I don't know, a determined effort because they want to get healthier or they just want to, to lose a little bit of weight or, you know, to, to do an illness or anything like that. It's really interesting because you've been seeing your body in a certain way and dressing it in a certain way for a, a long period of time. Yeah. And then suddenly when everything changes, it's a real mindset change, isn't it? For, yeah. for you ladies who then think, oh, hang on a minute, how and what do I wear now? Because for the ladies that I work with, they've always shopped in the same shops because yeah. that's where they've always known that they can find the clothes that they like and they feel comfortable. Yeah. But when you change, when you lose the weight, do you find yourself getting now a bit more excited yeah. because you think, oh, I could go and have a look in this shop, which would, I mean, I'm, I put words in your mouth, but would you normally have almost discounted some of those shops? Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. So before I would be shopping in the plus size section, some shops, well, most shops don't have a decent plus size range, so it really limits what you can and can't wear. And then all of a sudden, when you're feeling, because I was losing the weight, like you said, my confidence went up, uh, my mindset completely changed, and I was like, no, actually, now I don't want to hide completely in baggy jeans and a big baggy hoodie. So, yeah, it's, a, it's completely different, and you do go into different shops, and you want in different style of clothes. Like before, I always had a hoodie on. Didn't matter whether it was the middle of summer, I still had a hoodie on. And now I'm like, me? I don't want to. Yeah, constantly. So we went to Scotland last a couple of years ago in the July and all the pictures, everybody's boiling in shorts and t-shirt and I've got a hoodie on. And was that was that so just because you felt you had to cover? Yeah, so there was two aspects of it. So one was the, the way and I didn't want to be kind of be seen. And I was also not in a good place with my mental health. And again that when I when my mental health dips, I tend to wear a hoodie, even with the hood up. And it's like, when I've looked back on it and reflected, I think it's like a protective bubble that I think I've built around myself. But yeah, so I just lived in hoodie and jeans. I very seldom wore anything different. And you see, it's really interesting because we, I always say, clothes have an amazing way of either making you feel fantastic, they can make you feel pretty rubbish if, they, if you don't like what, what you're wearing or you don't feel comfortable. But in other ways, they act like a suit of armour. Yeah. You know, they act like your protective layer, which is what obviously you, you saying about your hoodie, um, that, that it does. And there's no right, with, with everything to do with style and fashion, there's no right or wrong answer. It's about how it makes you feel. It doesn't matter if you buy it, and loads of people have heard me say this before, doesn't matter if you buy it from Primark or you buy it from yeah. Prada. If it makes you feel good and it suits your shape and you like the colour and all of that, then it should be in your wardrobe. There should be yeah. nothing in your wardrobe that you look at and think, I really don't like that on me, but I'm going to wear it anyway. Because if you, if you look at it that way, you will never wear it. So, yeah. so have you seen... From your wardrobe point of view now then, have you seen a complete shift in, in what you like to wear? Or have you, did you have a clear out? Have you taken things out? Have you left things in? I mean, I'm interested to see what you've done with your wardrobe. So it's a bit of both. So I have in our attic, I've got all the clothes that I used to wear because they range from a size 20 to a size 10. So there's lots of clothes. 
and I don't know why I've kept them. And kids in the laugh will say, are you going to get rid of them anyway? I'm like, mm, maybe one day. And I do think I need to have a good clear out. So there are lots of bits that are way too big and I don't think I will ever fit into again. But yeah, it is a completely different wardrobe now. So whereas before, I even had to move my drawers around because the way my drawers are, I've got like two little drawers, two medium drawers, and then a really deep drawer. So the really deep drawers have always been jeans and hoodie. And now I'm like, I don't need a really deep drawer for jeans and hoodie because I very rarely wear them. So now one of the deep drawers is like jogging sets. And now I'm thinking, I don't know why jogging sets either. Yeah, and, and do you know what lock, lockdown did throw a massive curveball yeah. in so many different ways? But it, it threw it in for where people used to wear a little bit more of their wardrobe. Yeah. You know, they could play around because they were doing different things, whether it was yeah. going to work or going to see friends or family. When we went into that real lockdown period where we really couldn't do anything, that's when people started to wear like 5% of their wardrobe, but 95% of the time, because they, they weren't doing anything they, they were used to. They were at home. So they were yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to be comfortable. I'm going to make sure that, you know, if I sit on the sofa, my jean that button isn't digging into my stomach, or I don't really have a need to wear a dress while I'm at home. And, yeah. this is, and it's really interesting because everybody has gone through the same, which yeah. is why the elasticated waist became such a massive godsend because they're comfortable, they yeah. looked good. You know, if you think of, we went into lockdown spring, summer 20, we're coming out spring, summer 21, but also in between was winter. So yeah. you had that and in, you know, the English weather is never the best anyway, is it? Yeah. So, you know, it tends to be cooler on certain days. So people were quite happy wearing the joggers. Well, if you look at um, even the retailers, their biggest, items they sold was leisure wear yeah. because they sold the sets or they sold the sweatshirts and they sold everything like that so so what would you say now then is your couple of your favorite items to wear because obviously you said you always wore the hoodie and you yeah. wore obviously the joggers during lockdown now we're coming out of lockdown you know i know we're, we're going to yeah. come out you know on monday in like a, a massive fanfare but what would you say now are a couple of your favorite pieces and and where are you still finding things a little bit difficult so for me i was i'm still quite happy sat at home in my joggers so i have a couple of chronic condition well more than a couple but yeah i have a fair few chronic conditions so i was self-isolating from the very start so i've okay. been in lockdown for it feels like forever let's be honest it's nearly a year and a half now so i've literally lived in joggers so now i still find them the comfiest thing to wear you could get up drag them on put a t-shirt on good to go but when i know i've got to go back into the office for my day job soon i'm thinking i'm not rocking up in a pair of green camouflage joggers and a gray t-shirt so it's a struggle now to think what suits my body because Whereas originally I thought that the baggy jeans and the baggy hoodies did suit my body. When I look at the pictures, I'm like, they really didn't do anything for my shirt or for me. It wasn't a good look either. So I'm now kind of lost with, well, what am I going to wear? Okay. So I bought a few pairs of leggings. I'm not keen on them because I don't know whether it's my age and the weight loss combined, but all of a sudden my bum seems to have disappeared. So little one was like, Mum, you can get them leggings like everybody's got on TikTok that push your bum up. I'm like, I am not wearing them. It's like that everybody else might have. Everybody's wearing them, Mum. I was like, I'm not everyone. I was like, they are not for me. Yeah. And, and do you know what's really interesting, though? If you're going to go back to the office, okay, 
so there's a couple of items that you could really still enjoy okay yeah. so this season the the jogger as they they've called it yeah. um they have elevated it slightly so you've still got that look of a jogger however yeah. in some brands they've taken the cuff away you know from the bottom yeah. on the, the bottom of the leg they've removed the cuff so it's a straight leg yeah They've changed the fabric so it's not a um, a jersey or you know that whole lovely yeah. tracksuit material, but they've gone either down a more like a satiny route or they've gone for um, like a polyester or they've yeah. gone for cotton. So you can, if you feel comfortable and that's your personality and you like yeah. that type of thing, you can still do that, but change the fabric and change yeah. the, the cuff at the bottom. So you end up with a jogger style that is very neat. Yeah. Um, and in your, in your places like New Look and H&M, they've all done yeah. them because I think what happened is the, you know, the designers recognize that actually we are coming out of that period. Everyone has yeah. been for a long time. So try those, but then yeah, also they've, they've done what's called the relaxed workwear. Yeah. So relaxed workwear is like almost like a wide leg trouser. And as long as you make sure that the wide leg balances your hips and doesn't yeah. necessarily go massively wider, but you can go for a really nice wide leg trouser in a relaxed fit. So you're still going to get the comfort. comfort. Now again, the relaxed fit, it could be it's summer, isn't it? It could be linen, it could be yeah. cotton, it could be a polyester, it could be anything that you feel comfortable in, but they look really, really nice. Um, so you've got that kind of idea. And then maybe what you do on the upper body, since you've lost weight, have you lost weight literally on your bust? and, and Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, literally everywhere. Yeah, so <laughs> lots of ladies would be like, wow, because, you know, you've lost your bottom and your boobs, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. And I do say when I speak to people, like it does have a downside because actually I was quite happy with how my boobs and my bum were. Yeah, yeah. Now that they've kind of disappeared, I'm like, hmm. Yeah. So quite a personal question, and you don't have to answer this. So have you had to go, and obviously with COVID, have yeah. you now gone and had um, a new bra fitting? Because obviously, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've had to. Yeah. So I didn't at first, and I just kept tightening it. And then it was only a lady that I was speaking to online that sells bras. She was like, Ed, have you actually remeasured? And I was like, no, I didn't think about it. I said, I've just been wearing them tighter. And I, obviously I knew that the cups were massively the wrong size because you literally it got to the point where if I looked down with just the bra on, I could see inside the bra. And I was like, no, I didn't actually think of that. So then she sent me a little instruction thing and I'm there with the tape measure and I was like, there's no wonder these bras are not comfy. Mm. So then when I was wearing the right size bra, they didn't look like they disappeared as much as they were when I was wearing a bra that was massively oversized. Yeah, and do you know, it's really interesting because... Do you know every uh, you're supposed to have a bra fitting every six months um, because of you may have lost weight, put on weight, yeah. you know, menopausal ladies have changed shape, perimenopausal or anything like that. We do change shape um, and you're supposed to have a bra fitting every six months. There are some ladies who I have been in contact with. They have never, ever had a bra fitting. And what happened? That's what I was like. The only, so the, my mum took me up for a bra fitting when I was in my late teens, I remember rocking up to Marks and Spencer's and thinking, this is so embarrassing as a teenager. Yeah, yeah. And then I've never actually had a professional bra fitting from then. So it's it was crazy. over 20 years. 
Yeah, and it, you know, it makes such a difference though, because I yeah. always say, if you get the scaffolding right underneath, yeah. all the clothes sit beautifully because, you know, if you, if you think about it, if you put the bus where it's supposed to sit, yeah, that's a massive elongation between the, the base of the bus and your tummy, yeah. it, it gives a much, much better shape. So what you, we, we digressed then, didn't we? But what, so what you could do on your upper body is so that you feel like you're going to work. And again, you've yeah. got to work this with your personality, but maybe add in like a shirt. So something yeah. with a collar doesn't have to be rigid. If you're thinking, Oh no, that's going to be too formal. You can still use a, like a chiffon fabric or a yeah. silk style fabric, something like that. So it will still elevate. It will still go with the joggers. It would still go with the relaxed wear. Or the other option is go for a dress. You know, there's so many like tunic style dresses um, and beautiful mid-length dresses, but you've got to make sure you still give your torso definition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you'll create that shape automatically. Um, it's when, like you said, you go for the, the sweatshirt and the jeans that were too big. What happens is you then end up having the clothes wearing you, not you yeah. wearing the clothes. And that's why I bet if you, when you look in the mirror in, in a bigger clothes, you, you appear bigger because yeah. what's happening is they're just drowning you. And yeah, that's yeah. why every single person, doesn't matter whether you are a size four or a size 24, you still need to give your body shape, like a, de yeah. a definition, whether it's, um, you know, a sewn in sleeve, here because it will define the shoulders or whether it comes in at the waist doesn't have to cling but it it's got to come in you can you can do so much um and do it that way what do you do you like ed are you quite um i mean obviously we can for, for those of people who are watching on zoom they're going to see that your hair is is purple and it's a little bit edgy yeah. um and for, for those that are listening, um, you are definitely quirky just by yeah. looking at you. Do you find your clothes represent you as a person or do you feel that you almost tame down a little bit from the person that you, you are? So I do tend to swear. I think it depends on how I feel when I get up and what I'm doing and how my confidence is as to what I wear. So... Like, if I'm going out, because at the minute it's only been a case of going to the shop, so I will just go in my joggers. I have recently fallen in love again with polo neck t-shirts. Yes. And I'm really liking them, and I'm like, I don't know why, but, but now, whereas before I would actually buy them from the men's section because they were bigger and they were baggier, and now I'm like, I look at the men's and I'm not wearing them. They're just not even... They're, no shape. They look like a sack, and I think... Before, I was convinced that the bigger I was, the baggier my clothes needed to be. So for anybody that is listening to this, it, that's definitely not true. When I look back at the pictures, they were hanging off me and made me appear a good two sizes bigger than I was. So yeah, and, and, helpful. Yeah. and Ed, you're not alone though. Every, for ladies that are slightly you know, larger or, or more of a plus size, they do think, I'm just going to cover. But actually, yeah. just covering makes the area look bigger. And that's what yeah. I'm saying, you know, it doesn't matter what size you are, you need to give your body structure. Um, and I know in some ways it's very difficult, but there are some great brands online as well, <clears throat> excuse me, that do more plus sizes. You're absolutely right. A lot of the retailers are very, they're very scarce yeah. for both plus sizes and petite. Yeah, and definitely. Little, 
you know, sizing. But also one thing to think about is, again, use the size labels as a guide, but don't get het up about them because yeah. a size, for example, a size eight in Marks and Spencers could potentially be a size 14 in Zara. Because yeah, I've noticed that. You know, uh, other brands like the European brands, like the the Stradivarius, the uh, Monkey, the all of those, they cut smaller. You know, the yep. mangoes. So you're going to have to go bigger, and that's why just use the size as a guide. And sometimes, almost ignore the size. Look yep. at the shape. You know, I had a client the other day, and she was a size 12. And then, and in one of the tops she had, it was a size eight because yep. the was so square that we used it in a different way to, to do different things so um do, are you kind of do you get more excited now by clothes yeah definitely so before buying clothes was a chore and it was a case of i got to primark or to asda and it was just go in grab something because i needed an item of clothing and i wasn't really bothered about what it was whereas now I enjoy buying clothes, so statement t-shirts, I love polo shirts. It's more the bottom half that I struggle with as well, because before it was like always really baggy jeans. So now I've bought a couple of pairs of skinny jeans, a couple of pairs of jeggings, a couple of pairs of actual leggings, but I'm like, I don't really know what I want to wear. So like the skinny yeah. jeans and a polo shirt, I think look quite nice together. And then it's like, well, what do I wear on my feet? Because we've always worn baggy jeans. I've always worn kind of high top trainers. So it's like high top trainers that do not look the same with the other jeans. So it's, it's kind of the whole thing. And because I've gone from a size 20 down to a size 10, it, nothing fits other than my shoes because your feet are about the only thing that don't lose weight. And I'm looking at my shoes and I'm thinking, I don't really like them anymore. So I've got lots of pairs of trainers and I'm like, I don't like any of them. But you know what? You could always... So if you think about a, a skinny jean, they, they taper in at your ankle. Yeah. So if you put a high top, you all, what you do, the high top, because it comes slightly higher up the ankle, yeah. changes the skinny almost into a straight cut jean. Yeah. So you, you, you create that. The thing is, don't forget, you could always roll those skinny jeans up yeah. to couple so to, to show your ankle because then that's another focal point yeah. maybe try even something like um you know a loafer or you know you know a ballet pump as in a way that makes sure though that it represents your personality because yeah. they're quite feminine they're quite classic yeah but even if it was i don't know an animal print or a red pair i can see you yeah. kind of wearing you know and and do that kind of thing um but yeah, or, or even like um, a thong sandal, you could do that yeah. in the summer. You can go for a flip-flop style look. You can do that. And then, of course, and as the winter comes in, autumn, winter, then you could put like an ankle boot. Or for you, yeah. you might even go for like a biker boot, something like yeah. that. It's a bit more edgy with then maybe like a nice knit or something like yeah. that. So it's, it's really interesting, isn't it? It's, you're almost going down a whole new learning pattern yeah. of, of how to almost rework the shops go and see what they yeah, do definitely. and then you know do you find it's, it exciting or has some of it been a bit kind of hard work so it's both it is exciting but it is also hard work because i've spent that long kind of programmed and you do you program your brain so i know which shops to go in i know which section of which shops i would go in I'd live in places like Sports Direct, and now it's like, no, them shops don't do anything that I want to wear. 
So it is that reprogramming your brain and kind of getting used to wearing a whole different thing because automatically I try to wear the same and I'm kind of having to override my own brain and say, no, actually, we're, we're not doing that today. Do you feel, do you feel almost a bit of a different person? To yeah, the person? completely. Do you? How, yeah. if you don't mind me asking, how long did it take you to lose the weight? So I lost 40 pounds in the first three months and then it slowed down after that. So it was February 2019 when I started, lost like say 40 pounds in that first few months. And then it's been slower till about a year ago where it was up to 70 pounds. And then lockdown didn't help me any more than it helped anyone else, putting a few extra pounds there and then I've lost them again since. Yeah, I think it's really, it's it's so interesting talking to you because it is it is now, isn't it? You 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 feel like a different person, and now you have to dress that different person. Yeah, you know, and you, you're confident. I can see in you. You're you're confident. You know, I've spoken to you for so many months now on on Clubhouse. You you ooze the confidence, and what's really lovely now, you can start to cherry pick. Yeah. exactly different brands do you know what i would say and i know obviously you've been you said you were self-isolating if you get the chance i would go to a shopping center where's your nearest yeah. one sheffield yeah we've got one in doncaster but i can imagine it's not great there isn't many shops in it but yeah i'm not far from meadow hall at sheffield so okay so if you get a chance i would go first thing in the morning get there for a nine o'clock when they open and literally just wander in and out of the different stores and, yeah. and with no ulterior motive with no objective no nothing just go and see what they're doing so you can kind yeah. of start to go where you said you always go to the same shops you've now got to kind of get excited by the other retail yeah just literally go in and wander like like i would do you know when yeah. I go in, I have a look, who's doing what, what colours are there, what styles are there, what shapes, do I like this kind of styling? Because you might go into H&M and think, actually, I don't really like how they do things. You might go yeah. into, I don't know, Jack Wills and go, yeah, I like this, it's a bit preppy. Or you might yeah. go into All Saints and think, yeah, I like this, it's a bit edgy. But on the flip side, you might go into, I don't know, um, Max Mara, for example, and think, oh, no, way too classic for me. But until you start wandering and seeing yeah. what they're doing, how they're doing it, will you start to relearn a different learning pattern? The other thing to do is go to a shopping centre, at the shopping centre, go to a departmental store. Yeah. And, and literally, because you'll have loads of brands all under one roof. So for you, if you want to kind of, as I say, get in, get done and get out yeah. at nine o'clock in the morning, go to even a department store because they'll carry different brands. So if you go to like a John Lewis, they yeah. got things like Mango, Hush, you know, Mint Velvet, Jigsaw. Yeah. They got loads and loads of different brands. You can do that. But it's, it, yeah, it, it's going to be another re-education process, but a very exciting one. Yeah, definitely. And it is exciting now. And before I wouldn't have dreamed that clothes shopping could be exciting. Whereas now I'm like, I actually quite enjoy it. Yeah, and do the same thing online. You know, yeah. I know everyone, If, if for, for those ladies who are still enjoying online, it oh. is about, you know, from the comfort of your own home, 
dip across all the websites. Just have yeah. a look who's doing what. And if you can't, I don't know, say you were thinking, I'd really love a red jumper or yeah. a red top. Just put in red tops and it will show you loads of different retailers and just yeah. dip around them because there are some amazing brands out there online. Um, so, Ed, just before we, we close, and I could talk to you forever, um, where can people find you? And Because you, you did, we kind of started at the beginning, but yeah. you told us your business point of view. What do you do? Just tell everybody your, your business side. Yep, so if people want to find me, I have a group on Facebook called Ed's Online Positivity Cafe, which originally I started to help support people to lose weight. But then when we went into lockdown, and I hate the word pivot, but I can't think of a better word for it, but I did pivot the group slightly, like everybody else seems to have pivoted in lockdown. And I made the group a bit more, so it was less customer focused, and it was more about all aspects of positivity. So we discussed about mindset and confidence, as well as the health side of it as well, because I now sell health products that help people to lose weight. So don't get me wrong, for some people, going to the gym and doing a calorie deficit diet works for them. But for me, going to the gym wasn't an option. I had a full-time job, two kids, lots of chronic conditions. So going to the gym just was never going to happen. So I tried all sorts of potions and lotions online and nothing seemed to work. But then I was lucky to find one that did work for me. So now because of the huge transformation it's had for me, not only in the weight loss aspect, but also in my confidence, now it's changed me as a person. So it was a no-brainer for me to then go on and sell the products. So yeah, I sell products that help with weight loss, energy, immunity boosting and sleep. Oh, fantastic. And I'm not sure if you dipped a little bit. Just what's your Facebook group called again? So it's called Ed's Online Positivity Cafe. Okay. I think that you just dipped yeah. slightly. So I just wanted people to be able to hear that again. Um, I really appreciate you coming because your, your openness and your honesty has been fantastic to listen to. Um, I hope everybody has enjoyed it. Um, please do pop over to Ed's page and, and have a look um, and, and join up and, and see what else if you want to get a little bit more. I've, I've been listening to this lady for about six, seven months now. So um, it's been an absolute pleasure. So thank you for joining me and we will see everybody next week for episode 18. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to know more about working with me, then why not book a discovery call with me via my website, lisatalbert.co.uk. And I look forward to welcoming you back next week. Bye-bye.